All right, welcome back, gang, to the final installment of Crisis on Infinite Darkwings. I say final because issue seven didn't take us very long to discuss, maybe around 25 minutes at most, and that didn't feel like enough for a single episode. But issue eight, we talked about a lot, followed by our final thoughts and opinions. That's fine, though. You just get a slightly longer episode this time around. So, with that being said, let's jump back in and discuss issues 7 and 8 of the Darkwing Duck comics by Boom Studios. So, we're on to issue number 7, which was published in December 2010. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Okay. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. One of the covers of this issue was a battle between Morgana and Magicka. Which, obviously, fans, uh, I think, really wanted to see, like, pretty much forever, you know, like, two magic users from the two different shows having a showdown, so. Well, don't get your hopes up, folks. Comic yeah. book covers lie. They certainly do. So we cut back to the Infinite Darkwings. They're laying siege on the city. Morgana magically senses that there's two different parties at work. We get a shot of the crime bots and the, I guess launch pads flying around in the thunder quack, commanding them as they fight all the infinite Darkwings in the sky. Okay. Uh, so Darkwing and Morgana are still at the Mallard household, and Darkwing's trying to understand what's going on. He's like, cloning vats, impressive plastic surgery, long-lost cousins who are upset they didn't get Christmas cards. And Morgana says, when that one imposter rolled onto the bridge, I felt a distinct aura. It was cold and creepy. She's talking about Dark Warrior. But she says, it's hard to tell. There's a powerful force under the water that was messing with my astral projection or astral detection, which is usually pretty keen, Dark. Is it? (laughs) Also, uh, cold and creepy uh, is Morgana in love. Oh, that's true. By Morgana's standards, that would be, like, attractive. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of talking about it, and you'll notice they keep bringing up this water thing over and over and over again. It's like they want to remind us. The water thing is coming. It's related somehow, but it's not related to Negaduck and Magicka. It's very subtle. You yes. never would have, you know, yeah, unless you had said something, I would have completely forgotten about all this water thing. It was very subtle with the liquidator as well, you know? Yes. So they're talking about this, and Quiverwing Duck is outside the Mallard household spying on them, and he's still hypnotized. I should add that the the way we know they're hypnotized is... So they have swirly eyes? Yes, they have swirly eyes uh. like basically everyone normally does when they want to indicate that someone's hypnotized. Is he standing across the street behind a garbage can with binoculars? Nobody's standing behind a tree. Oh, okay. And then he scrambles up to the roof and he stands on the chimney. And I don't know why he didn't go down the chimney. Instead, he uh, jumps into a hole in the backyard that has a sign that says Goslin and Honker's Path to China. Okay. And then he reappears on it through the spinning chairs. So I don't know if that means that the hole led to Darkwing Tower, and then I guess from there he traveled back, or maybe like if the chairs like lead underground, maybe 
found like the underground chair path and i don't know i don't know what to tell you <laughs> i don't know what you should tell me either uh sure so quiverwing appears in the house and he shoots darkwing and pins him to the wall and morgana attacks quiverwing and says not in our house twerp and then darkwing in small letters says our house <laughs> yeah i don't know can, can you can you close your eyes for me for just a moment sure try to imagine morgana saying twerp yeah no i i can't i can't anyway this... our house yes this is, uh, I have to add, like, around this point in time was when I was like, oh, the writing really doesn't sound like the characters, like the dialogue. And, uh, yeah, Launchpad has used some pretty impressive words. Yeah, and, and Morgana is just, I don't know, it, it doesn't quite fit. And this will be addressed later on in the rewrites that we'll get to someday in in a long time because this is taking a long time to cover but she she zaps quiverwing but it appears that magica has put a spell on all the dark wings that repels magic because you see like magica's head and she says to to prevent defeat so tragic i repel all other magic it zaps back at morgana and knocks her out well i know what needs to happen a tie Darkwing, no Darkwing needs to find a chair stand on it and cry on Quiverwing's <laughs> mouth <sighs> if only if only <laughs> but no so they have a bit of a fight a tussle and Quiverwing gets thrown back and he crashes into the chimney and a bunch of like photos of Goslin and the fan like Goslin launchpad and Drake family photos fall on him and then suddenly he's thrown into a flashback and this flashback in particular is used by fans who don't like the comic and they like to post these particular shots when they're criticizing it so it says remember darkwing duck and quiverwing quack fighting side by side for years and you see quiverwing quack and darkwing in a trench coat with a regular sized tie and I feel like this is a reference to probably a particular hero or superhero or comic series because like he's wearing like a it's like a a duster type style trench coat with like a, a little smaller fedora. You'd probably know if you saw it. I think it's a ref uh, well, it could be the spirit, it could be Dick Tracy. I think it's the spirit potentially. I know it's mm. a it's a noir kind of theme. And then on it, the shadow. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then it <laughs> already looks like the shadow. So it cuts to a, another panel where Goslin's dead body is on the ground. <laughs> oh my god! Quick, cry into her mouth. <laughs> so she's lying there, and it's like the kind of Disney thing where there's a shadow over her face, so you can't see her the entire face. She's clearly dead, and he says, "I will never forget." you goslin and the sacrifice you made and he's down on his knees next to her corpse and like i think back to uh the secret origins of darkwing duck where she did die on screen but it was very like, drawn out and then she like splurted cuckoo cola i imagine this one has a lot less sloshing going on <laughs> yes it's very it's very actually dramatic so we'll, 
Well, we got some child murder in this uh, in this issue. Okay. Yeah, and so he says, "In your honor, I shall forever be Quiverwing Duck." So he basically took on the mantle of her costume to honor her after she died, and that's why he's Quiverwing Duck. He could have just cried into her mouth, and she was <laughs> fine. But if he wants to steal her clothes, by all means. By all means. So Quiverwing actually snaps out of it and he's no longer hypnotized. And then he jumps out the window and escapes. And Morgana is like, magic and dispel is behind this. Wow. Because <laughs> I guess. A hell of a, yeah. I guess because when she got zapped by the repelling magic, it let her know. And then for some reason, also Morgana says he's working for Negaduck in reference to Quiverwing Duck. So, I don't know, I guess she just magically... That was, a, that was a hell of a hint she got there. Yeah, she just suddenly knows that stuff. Okay. And then Darkwing's like, Magicka who? And Morgana's like, Launchpad never told you about Magicka? And I just find it interesting that Launchpad would tell Morgana this, but not Darkwing for some reason, but okay. Yeah, you know all those times that Launchpad and Morgana hung out. And he says maybe he did, but his mouth was probably full of chili fries or pretzels at the time. And I mean, that's actually fair assessment. I mean, if that could be all of us. And now we get our umpteenth reminder of... About the water? Yes, about the water. So Gosmo Duck and Honker wearing like a little colander on his head and like a pots and pans for armor, tin cans and stuff. They're capturing the infinite dark wings and they've captured a Frankenstein and they have like a list. They've captured uh, a Dracula, a mummy. Well, she's the only one actually doing any work around this <laughs> yes. Okay. They've, they've captured a werewolf and a gill duck. And then uh, it says the gill duck dark wing is still at large. And then the gill duck dark wing pops out of the sewer and he says, you there, young lady, I have come to turn myself in. I throw myself on the mercy of this reality's justice system. And she's like, uh, thanks, I guess. And he says, indutably, miss, I, ab I attempted to abscond via your aqueduct system, but there is a horror that resides in your water supply one more terrible than any other activities happening upon the surface. It's a very well-spoken, Gilduck. Yeah, and Goslin says, we've noticed. <laughs> to be fair, yes, Absolutely. we have. Not even impressed. I wonder if Neptunia would have liked this version of Darkwing better. She probably would have. So, uh... Morg and Darkwing are on the rat catcher, and Morgana, I guess, is tracing and their aura. Oh, is she driving? I would love it if she was driving. <laughs> she's in the, she's in the sidecar. She's in the Aww. little sidecar. And she says that she's following their aura and explaining that they're hypnotized by Magicka's magic. He's like, oh, because I guess he didn't know this. She tells him to take a turn at some place, and then they get stopped by a bunch of crime bots because the crime bots have you know launchpad is having them attack infinite dark wings and there is a crime bot wearing a cowboy hat and it has oh. it has chains for arms there it is <laughs> the budget there you go there you go if only he was is he wearing a bolo tie no 
I'm sorry. You you have a That's lot of okay. you're very invested in the ties in this comic, and I think you're going to be disappointed every single time. I'm a little tied up in it. <laughs> so the crime bots, of course, because they're attacking Darkwings, they think he's a threat, and they identify him as Vanilla Darkwing. Mm, and Darkwing okay. is very insulted by that. Well, get over it. I mean, to be fair, I guess, yeah, like calling him vanilla is a bit of an insult. So Goslin shows up and she's like, Negadex behind this King Gear. And how how does she know that? (laughs) I guess because she overheard them talking or something. And and Darkwing says, that is the wrong reaction to the word Negadex. Hunker goes back to the Muddlefoots where it's slightly less dangerous. Which, to be fair. I imagine that, like, every time somebody says Negadex, Quacker Jack's eye twitches. <laughs> it probably does. So we're getting to, uh, I guess, the climax of this story, maybe. So they get into an elevator. I don't know why the elevator leads them to the subway, but that's where they're going. And then a werewolf Darkwing jumps on the elevator and causes them to come flying down, and they crash right into the hideout where Magica and Negadek are, and they're waiting for them. Negadek is standing there with his chainsaw out, and Magica has, I guess, magic her magic hands at the ready. And Darkwing does his, I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the TV crossover that doesn't live up to the hype, which I think is ironic, because... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. And he says, I am Darkwing, and then they get slapped in the face by Magica's dust. And Magica walks up, and she says, what is this? I expect Darkwing Duck and Oaf who can't lend plane. Not Darkwing Duck, girl in tin can suit, and cheap ripoff of me. How am I supposed to get number one dime without Scrooge's lackey? I don't know, Magica. You have magic. Why don't you just go yeah, get it yourself? <laughs> why don't you just go find Launchpad if that's your man that you're after? Because I feel like he's not doing a hell of a lot these days. He's, he's just, just been eating sandwiches every five seconds. Which is, again, like, the life. And, yeah, Magica continues. She says, I'm not interested in seeing another Darkwing Duck. I have seen enough. And then Morgana's like, excuse me, bitch? Cheap (laughs) ripoff? She doesn't actually say bitch, but I I have to clarify that in case you were wondering, because I feel like with this comic, you never know. They might, they might, they've dropped a crap here. Maybe they'll drop a, a B word. Oh, be careful where you're <laughs> stepping if they're dropping crap. <laughs> so Morgana says, sister, I've forgotten more, ma- more about magic than you'll ever know. And they, they, sister, <laughs> sister. and then she zaps, she zaps Magica. Uh, the werewolf attacks Goslin. So... Negaduck taps Darkwing on the shoulder and is like, aw, feeling a little left out? Then let's play. And then, like, a battle sequence begins. Did anything happen to Magica when Morgana zapped her? No. In fact, and I, I, I thought this was really stupid, they start to battle, but unlike the comic cover, which shows this climatic battle where they're both, you know, like, blue magic and red magic are colliding with each other and it looks really, cl- like, exciting... Magica whips out this thing called the Source Absorber and says that it sucks away all magic inside you and gives it to her. So she literally just zaps Morgana 
immediately <laughs> and takes all of Morgana's magic and Morgana collapses on the ground and Magica is wearing this ridiculous, it's like a, a samurai suit with skulls all over it and she's got a little crown on her head because I guess with Morgana's magic, she's powerful and how else do you demonstrate power by putting on a really powerful samurai suit? Okay. I'm all right. I'm gonna head out. And uh... <laughs> we're almost done, at least. <laughs> I mean, but like, uh, it would have been great if that first zap, like, especially after she's like, "Excuse me, I'm a cheap ripoff," and then she zaps Magica, and then Magica has Morgana's hair. That would have been so funny. But this... yeah, I guess you know, I... uh, samurai Magica works too. I'm sorry to tell you that. I feel like this entire comic is just a lot of missed opportunities in terms of comedic moments. Some of them actually get fixed and addressed later on in the rewrite, but not to the extent that you are suggesting. So I'm, I'm assuming that I know where this is going and that this Magicka in the Samurai thing is going to lead into the next issue, which is the tie-in with Samurai Pizza Cat. How did you know? Nailed it! It was all the tiny ties that gave it away. Ah, you're brilliant. (laughs) So we get, like, uh, a whole battle scene between uh, Negaduck and Darkwing. Most of it, there isn't any dialogue. It's just, like, you know, classic cartoon stuff. Negaduck has a giant spiked mace and then an axe. And then there's, like, a safe that falls on Darkwing and all that kind of stuff. Oh, but imagine all the awesome noises Jim Cummings would be making if this was an animated fight. <laughs> Stuff like <Perfect>. that. <laughs> and then Negadex says, This wasn't just about exterminating you, Deadwing Drek. This was about exterminating all of them. Discovering your secret identity was the key to finding and brainwashing so many of these other Darkwings. And believe me, once I'm done with you, it'll be their turn. What is this plan? Oh, he got all these other Darkwings just so he could drop them here and then kill the, the one Darkwing that was here. And then he's going to kill all these other Darkwings that he carried across the dimensions. Well, he continues... I am not gunning for St. Canard, the world, or the universe. I'm going to get rid of the entire multiverse of Darkwing Duck. Pikers. Drop them on the trash planet. <laughs> this would have been over much sooner, yes. Pikers like Megavolt, Quackerjack, Bulba, they don't have the imagination that I do. And then they're matching each other's moves, kind of mirroring each other, and then Darkwing takes Negaduck by surprise by sliding in between his legs, coming up behind. Whoa. <laughs> Good night, everybody. He comes up from behind and pulls his hat over him. Then it's just more fight scenes, back and forth for a little while, and then we get so... <laughs> oh my god. I've never really looked at this panel in detail, and now that I have, it's really horrifying. I'm actually just going to send it to you because I want to hear your reaction. Keep in mind, readers, that at this point, Kitty hasn't actually seen any visuals of this comic. She's just heard me describe it to her. I'm sorry. 
So, so what Kitty is looking at <laughs> is Magica is, she's like zapping Morgana and continuing to absorb her power, but Morgana's body is like really contorted. And she, and her eyes are pointing in like almost two different directions. And it looks like she's, you know, it looks like a, what's that curse in Harry Potter? Like the Cruciatus curse? Oh. <laughs> Uh, there was a book the lady coddington's like pressed fairy book you've ever seen any of that it was just like an art book where it was supposed to be like fairies smushed between two pages and they were all in super crazy positions because you know they were dead and smushed and that's what morgana looks like (laughs) right now a little melty and i you know what Zero out of ten. Do not like. Yeah, she she looks. I've Magica I've, looks stupid. Yeah, she's she's wearing that weird samurai suit, and I I I've never really looked at this panel before in detail, and now that I have, it is a little horrifying. Morgana's you just you just ignored it to <laughs> protect yourself, and now you're doing untold psychic damage to yourself and to me. So thank you for this. And then Magica is, you know, going on about, you know, doing villain monologuing, like, ha ha ha, blah, blah, blah. So while this is happening, Morgana's like, but wait, in this state, I can feel it. I can feel what's been affecting the water. And then we we get a reveal. And can you guess what it is? Um, It's the secondary plot. It is, um, let's see. Herb Muddlefoot riding two seahorses <laughs> eating ham on a bone. I really wish it had been. But no, it is Potty Walk. In the water? Oh, because he was a fish? Yeah, remember I told you in, yeah. in the Haunting of Mr. Banana Brain episode, he makes a return because the mm. fish ate the toy box or the jack-in-the-box and he's been lurking in the water waiting for his return. And it, oh, okay. All right. So I guess... He's not all washed up. The idea is that I think all the chaos from the infinite Darkwing stuff must have caused enough, like, negativity and misery to, like, bring him back. Although okay. this was kind of starting before that. Like, we saw at the very beginning in the first issue, like, this was already happening, so... And then it says in the, like, this is Morgana talking, like, narrating. She says, he gorges himself on the suffering of those around him, which kind of, I feel like he, in the show, he, he like, eats prank, like, he feeds on pranks and, like, jokes yeah. and stuff. And it's, like, the misery of people, like, falling for those pranks is what he feeds on. So it's not so much suffering as just, like, being the butt of the joke. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he couldn't control water. That's never explained. But we do see him crawling towards the the subway dramatically in between shots of, like, Darkwing and Negaduck fighting and Morgana. <laughs> it just completely... Paddywhack? <laughs> yeah. Like, full... Pla- not, like, fish paddywhack? Yeah, like, full-body paddywhack is walking... Okay. He's approaching them, and we, we just get... I can't... Now that I'm noticing this, we just get several shots of Morgana still being, like, tortured, and it's just, like, her being, like, shocked, and it just zooms in on her face in each panel as she continues. (laughs) 
And that's the end of this issue. And it says, Paddywhack is coming to supper. And he's standing in the water. And Sebastian from The Little Mermaid is, like, cowering at his feet. <laughs> okay. Oh, find- Dory from Finding Nemo is in there, too. And the who's that fish from Pinocchio? I think that's the fish from Pinocchio. Oh, Cleo? Yeah, it's like a little yellow fish. With a stunning eye shadow? Yes. They're all gasping in horror as Paddywhack is like, oh, okay, we're, we're almost at the end, my friend. Okay. The, the end of this Get arc, that is. The end of this arc. <laughs> There's so much more in the future. Okay. So we're on to issue eight, the final issue of Crisis on Infinite Dark Wings. And now we have two plots to contend with. We're dealing with Negadek and Magicka and their infinite dark wings. And we're also dealing with Paddywhack at the same time. Okay. Just to be clear. Because this, because this seems necessary. This issue features like a cover of like basically all the characters we've seen so far, not all the infinite dark wings, but like most of everybody in a black void, like they're getting sucked into something and you can see Paddywhack's big glowing red eyes. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of neat. Maybe they're all gonna get sucked into the Jack in the box or something. That doesn't happen. The covers lie. Also um, the second like variant cover, I think is a Darkwing duck or not Darkwing Duck, sorry, a Batman parody, but it's Negaduck sending robots after a random woman to kill her. I'm going to show this to you because I'm sure you, you're more comic savvy than I am in general, and I feel like you might actually know what I'm talking about. It's actually a pretty cool cover, but I'm pretty sure that Negaduck's pose in that is like a stock pose that was heavily referenced. He, he's raising his arms at the bottom there. I'm pretty sure that's like directly taken from like a Darkwing Duck uh, stock image or a uh, screenshot. But I like that he's randomly just up in the sky and there's no explanation for this cover. It's just, I guess, like a parody cover. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's in reference to a Batman cover. Previously in Darkwing well, Duck. It, it kind of looks like a... Like the Finnish uh, foreign duck comic style. Yeah, it does. It has kind of that feel to it. Um, actually, let me see who the artist was credited as for that cover. Cover B was by Diego Jordan. So I don't know. Okay. If, I don't know if that's somebody who works in other areas, like other Disney comics or not. But it's a pretty neat cover. I don't think I own that one, but. Anywho, previously in Darkwing Duck, the War of the Darkwings has begun as the dangerous duo of Negaduck and Magicka Dispel have unleashed their entire army of multiple mind-controlled mallards. After doing battle with an alarmingly astute alternate version of himself, dressed like Quivering Quack, our Darkwing is able to learn the source of all the carnage. Darkwing races to stop it with Morgana and Gosmoduck along for the ride, only to be met by an ambush. At the mercy of Negaduck and Magicka, Morgana is able to divine a greater evil that's been awakened in the midst of all the chaos. The uber-evil of Paddywhack. So you know how, like, superhero movies, especially, like, early ones, they would just 
keep piling on the supervillains and all of the sequels and none of them were particularly very successful in carrying out what they were going for and uh, that's what this feels like right now yes nice to see you <laughs> so we get uh, a shot of some alternate dark wings being captured by quiverwing duck we see a doctor who dark wing and he's got like uh the tardis but it's got like uh the thunder quack bill attached to it of course it does. And then we've got uh, Optimus Prime, Darkwing Duck. We've got Simba, like adult Simba, Darkwing Duck. But what's even funnier is that there's a Morgana Timon and Pumbaa Launchpad in the bushes watching. And I feel like that has really weird implications because if Morgana and Darkwing are a couple, then would that mean that like adult Simba and Timon are a couple? I, I don't know. That's really strange. I guess it, it was uh, it was just meant to be a funny visual gag, but of course I thought too hard on that one. Yeah, I mean it would have been if it was Goslin, it would be different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like if Goslin was Simba, and or even if Goslin was Timon. Oh, that's true. You're the parent now, Goslin. <laughs> Isn't she kind of already, though? Yes. And then we get, I think it's the Jonas Brothers. Um, I'm not super, like, up to date, but, like, this was in 2010, or I guess by this point, 2011. And I think the Jonas Brothers were kind of fairly big at the time. And it's, because, like, it's, it's three dark wings uh, with black emo hair. And they have, like, electric guitars. So I, I think it is the Jonas Brothers. And there's three of them. There's three Jonas Brothers, right? Sure. <laughs> the Crisis I... of Infinite Jonas. <laughs> I don't know. I, I only remember, like, the Hanson Brothers and the Moppets from, like, the 90s. That's, like, my knowledge of boy bands kind of stopped at that point. Well, there you go. This kind of makes me think that if this comic was done now in modern day, like 2021, it would be like K-pop. So it would be like BTS, Darkwing Duck, K-pop, <laughs> idols. So, so now are these all of these Darkwings are in their original universes or they're in the St. Canard? They're in the St. Canard wreaking havoc and Quiver... So, so the... the, the... The Jonas Brothers Darkwing Duck. Are there's three of him, so they had to capture three of him from that dimension? I don't know. Okay. I guess maybe in that dimension, <laughs> maybe in that dimension, he ended up being triplets. I have no idea. Okay. You're just like so over. You're like, okay, okay. It's, it's fine. It's happening. <laughs> Let's keep it going. We're almost done. We're almost at the, the end of this one. So okay. Quiverwing Duck... Uh, is no longer hypnotized and he's capturing them all and then dark warrior duck rolls up in his tank and he says this is this is what cleaning up saint canard is and then he says best thing is the witch didn't even need to hypnotize me they don't really expand on that they don't really say why he was <laughs> <laughs> just making it known and i ain't even hypnotized and then we get like a quick uh, Quiverwing Duck versus Dark Warrior and I feel like they're actually two 
interesting characters to pit against each other because they're both, as far as we know, the only versions that lost Goslins. And they both coped in different ways. Like Dark Warrior, when he lost Goslin, he basically like became super obsessive with like, you know, protecting everybody and basically bubble wrapping Saint Canard. Whereas Quiverwing Duck coped by taking on the mantle to honor her. And I thought that was kind of interesting that it's like two reflections of like two possibilities. Yeah, it could have just like scrapped the whole paddywhack uh, plot and just focused on this a little bit instead. Yeah, and I just noticed that Dark Warrior Duck, when he rolls up, he has Tuscarini and Moliarty in his arms. I didn't even notice that before, but Aww, yeah, I guess he's just... <laughs> and then uh, Quiverwing Duck, I guess... This part doesn't make sense either, and you can tell that, like, I guess... I don't think Ian Brill ever watched the episode with Dark Warrior Duck, because... Quiverwing uh, plugs up the tank so that it explodes, and Dark Warrior says, well played, do-gooder. But Dark Warrior Duck was, like, a police state person to the max. He he mm-hmm. didn't have a problem with do-gooders. He had a problem with villains. So... Like, he could have been like, you just destroyed, you know, police property or whatever he would have considered himself. Yeah, exactly. So... <sighs> okay. <laughs> this is okay. Remember Brace what I yourself. remember what I told you that I had stars in my eyes for most of the like the comics and then it reached a point where like it's still good. It's still good like you said in the last episode and then finally this is like where the pig hits the water. This is where the pig hits the water and it wore <laughs> off for me. Um, So by this point, I kind of knew where this was going because I had heard inside gossip and news about where the storyline was heading. But basically, this became a thing. And it was uh, Quiverwing Duck is ready to, like, you know, arrest and take in Dark Warrior. And Dark Warrior says, don't bother. Go save Darkwing Prime. We both saw inside the time stream when arriving here. Help him have one of his last few victories before he loses her. And basically, this was a whole thing because they were trying to, Ian Burrell, I guess, was trying to be, like, super mysterious and edgy with this idea. It kind of hints that, like, uh, regular Darkwing Duck is going to lose his goslin is kind of the implication. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, fans were speculating like crazy, and it caused mass panic because, like, this isn't addressed for a while in the the comics. Like, it comes up later. But it was very, like, in my opinion, it was really unnecessary and just kind of dumb. And he just kind of, like, misplaces her at the mall for, like, 15 minutes. That would actually, that that would be really funny. It's just quiverwing Doug. It's just like, get a cell phone, give it to her, and then you'll be fine. <sighs> and, uh, okay, so we're back to the fight scene again. And once more, I feel like Morgana, for the last two issues, has just been drawn in these, like, positions where she's just being tortured. Because... She's Magic- going through every Picasso <laughs> painting ever. Like, Magica is still, like, absorbing her power. And it just continuously is just her standing there looking like she's drunk her eyes are pointing in two different directions while magica 
attacks and what's Goslin doing? What is she? She's what is she fighting. She's fighting werewolf Darkwing. Oh. And uh, okay. yeah, and Negaduck and Darkwing are still fighting. And then we see Quiverwing Duck has shown up and he's like watching them. <sighs> uh, this okay. Well, so Magica is continuously absorbing Morgana's magic, which I feel by this point has been happening for a while, like timeline-wise. And she says, when I am through with you, I won't need Negadimwit. I will use new power to make Scrooge's dime come to me. And it's like... And why didn't you just do that in the first place? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Because it's true. Like, she could have just taken this absorber. And when you consider that Morgana was in a fugue state at the beginning of this, she probably could have tracked down Morgana while Morgana was still trapped and, like, not able to defend herself and could have stolen all her magic. And then Magica (laughs) could have hopped on her broom, flown to Transylvania, and gotten any magic user she wants. She could have been, like, uber Magica. And then gone for you know dime time and it would have been okay whatever we're here what's happening quiverwing is just enjoying the show he is watching this and then magica kisses the like the source absorber and she says and i'm quoting this verbatim and they say you can't find anything good at hot topic anymore So apparently she bought this thing from Hot Topic, which I feel like it's a faux pas to put actual, um, actual, like, stores and stuff into the Darkwing universe that aren't a parody name. Because I feel like the whole fun of the Duckverse is you, you take a, like, existing company or whatever, and you give it a funnier name that's, like, connected to the Duckverse, like Starducks. Mm-hmm. But I guess, yeah. I don't know. Hot Topic. So apparently Magica shops at Hot Topic. That would explain oh my God. the ev- She probably has like so many chain wallets. <laughs> I've my chemical romance shirts. Oh, all my the Euro Academia notebook. All the necessary things. And then Quiverwing shoots her her thing out of her hand, her source absorber with a, a boomerang attached to an arrow, and he takes it from her. And apparently that's literally all it takes to, to defeat her, because she says, But now I lose my hold on all the Darkwings. It is cliche, but no! And she's, like, exploding <laughs> from all of her... Okay. <laughs> like, she's, like, you know, when, like, someone loses their power and, like, you, you have, like, lasers exploding out of their eyes and stuff, dramatically. Oh, and then you, yeah. see, you see a shot of uh, Paddywhack climbing into a sewer... and then all the dark wings all the infinite dark wings uh because as magica just expositioned because we the readers are stupid and need this explained to us i guess because he took the source absorber she no longer can hypnotize them my god what if quiverwing was now in control of all of them make them do a flash dance mob thing hmm It'd be it, you would just have them all reenact his daughter's death. <laughs> well, we get them all. We get a scene of them all snapping out. So you've got like there's a Darth Vader, Darkwing Duck, 
holding like a lightsaber and he says, what is the meaning of this? And then we see Darkwing doubloon and all the other Darkwings waking up. There's a Harry Potter Darkwing duck. There's a Chippendale, like uh, Darkwing is Chip. Which one? Wait, which one's Dale? Dale's the one with the red nose, right? Yeah, Chip is the Indiana Jones looking one. Okay, Darkwing is Chip and Launchpad is Dale. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there is an Indiana Jones Darkwing Duck actually standing next to them. Which is... There you go. Is there a Miami Vice one standing right next to Dale? Me, I don't know. There are some you other a Hawaiian shirt just no. like Dale. Uh... That would be funny. But uh, there are some other Darkwings, but I don't recognize all of them. Uh, and there's just this random duck woman who says, is it me or did this town just get a lot more handsomer? And wow. And she's saying this like as she's standing among the rubble of the city that they just destroyed. So I don't know, like, I guess them not being hypnotized makes them more attractive. <laughs> well, if, if I just didn't wake up in Hottie Town, <laughs> hello, happy birthday to me. And this is the part where I was like, Nope, nope, nope. Because, <laughs> and of course, this is a Negaduck related character. This is the part where you were. This is where. Okay, I, it's it's Negaduck characterization. What can I say? Mm, okay. Um, so, there's like a giant computer screen where we see Morgana and Magica are both like kind of like dazed in the background, and Negaduck is like mid punch when he sees that all the Darkwings are offline. And he loses his mind, and he jumps on Darkwing and starts beating the shit out of him. And he says, you have no idea the sacrifices I made, all to make this trans-dimensional system a reality. What I've lost, what I will never see again. Mm, like, Poe? <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, uh... Ian Burrell was aiming for either because you know how they said like he will lose her I think they were Uh implying that Negaduck had already lost like probably his Nega Goslip like I think that she she wandered off in the mall (laughs) (laughs) he just didn't he didn't he was like you can keep her like he paged he paged her twice over the intercom and then left What's that meme where it's like someone gets lost in the mall and they're like, I need to use the, the intercom. And he's like, see you later, you little shits. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a meme. And also alongside this, like there's, so this is happening. And then on the side of this page, like there's a list, there's like a bunch of panels of sequential panels of Paddywhack in the sewer getting closer and closer and closer. So, Nadek's raging out because he apparently lost something very important to him, and they never really get around to explaining what. So this kind of created like a bit of controversy because Ian Brill was trying to add layers to Negadek, like an onion or an ogre. Our one-layered Negaduck. We just like our garlic clove Negaduck. Yeah. So he was. He was. He, I don't even know what he. I. I just assume that, like, the implication was that somehow in order to have the trans-dimensional train, for some reason, he lost either access to the Negaverse 
or access to Ga- Nega Goslin, something like that. Like, it's never explained or expanded upon for some reason. And then... He it, dropped his favorite knife. It's very possible. Maybe he lost his chainsaw, Betsy. Betsy's no. just... She's gone. So, I just... I remember when I was reading this, I was just like, what? Because you know me, like, of all the characters, the one I'm the most pickiest and critical of is Negadek characterization. And since this is a supposedly canon official comic, I was like, excuse me? So, like, the magic dissipated right around this point for me. Like, I I know you're saying, like, all this stuff, now that you talk about it in hindsight, how ridiculous the comics, like, the plot is... But... So this this is the part of the comic where you were reading it and it turned into that scene from Toy Story where Andy is holding Woody and he's like, I don't want to play with you anymore. And he drops him on the ground. No, that's Paddywhack. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay, okay. We're almost done. But we're just going to leave that at that because it doesn't even really get addressed ever at any point in the rest of the really (laughs) okay cool great i think they were fantastic really tight (laughs) i think storytelling i think they had a plan like ian brill had mentioned because i interviewed ian brill for my uh website and he had mentioned that he had wanted to do a negaverse story and like a negaduck centric story um that looked into a bunch of stuff and it didn't happen because like the comics were eventually spoiler alert the comics got canceled um so i think these are like loose ends that just didn't get tied up and but like it caused it it was like one of those things where now like people point to this as like proof that like negaduck as a character is like more meaningful and deeper than he seems and it's i was just yeah. Put our fingers in our ears and carry on. Anyways, it's at this moment that Paddywhack crashes through the wall like the Kool-Aid man and says, Are we having fun yet? And everybody is just like staring like, what Anyways, the hell? Yes. <laughs> and to be fair, their reaction would be my reaction too, because it's like, why are you here? And then... <laughs> why are you here and why do you smell like sewers? Walks and... bursts and he's like, I don't know why, but I want pizza. <laughs> and, and also because Paddywhack came in, I guess, from underwater, he brings a bunch of water in with him because he smashed through the wall and I guess they're they're underwater, like the subway. He's a waterbender now. Yeah. yeah. So the place is filling up with water and Darkwing tries to grab Negaduck and says, we need to get out of here. Come with me. And Negaduck swipes at him and says, go away forever. And then Paddywhack grabs Negaduck and says, don't be afraid. There is so much fear in you. Mm. And once again, this is like, you know, like there's something deeper going on with Negaduck. Like he's afraid. Paddywhack is a little Yoda right now. And then much fear. Yeah, and then Darkwing's like, Negaduck, that's Paddywhack, even you can't handle him. But before he can do anything, Gosmoduck yoinks everybody, uh, Werewolf, Darkwing, Quiverwing, 
Magicka, not Magicka. Oh, wait, yeah, actually, Magicka is being dangled by the leg. It's just that she's behind the sound effect. There's, like, a giant sound effect that says Shazoom, but it's covering up most of Magicka, so I feel like they... I, I don't know. They should have reconsidered that. But uh, And Morgana. So they're all being carried away from, from chaos back up to the streets. And then Gi- <laughs> Goslin's gizmo duck suit just explodes for no reason. I guess she oh. she overworked it or something because like it just literally falls apart. And she says, so much for the long and storied career of gizmo duck. Mm-hmm. And then Launchpad shows up. And he says, good news, everybody. In, like, <laughs> Professor Farnsworth Good voice. news, everyone. And he says, the other Darkwings are now all, well, good. And then Magicka is, like, in the corner, spitting out water. And Launchpad's like, what is she doing here? And Magicka's like, I am getting very tired of your stupid city and its stupid people. But now that I finally found Scrooge's pilot, I can. And then they're like about to like fight with her and then there's like an earthquake and everything starts rumbling and from the ground the earth splits in two and from it arises nega paddywhack and it is a giant godzilla-sized nega duck but he has paddywhack's eyes and face and mouth and it's it's really horrifying and i guess i guess paddywhack possessed negaduck kind of like mr banana brain Mm, okay all right but at this point i feel like this comic this plot took a really hard left turn because it's like why did it go in this direction like there was already so much happening like but we're gonna bring in paddywhack so paddywhack uh giant nega paddywhack uh tries to crush them with his foot (laughs) and then we get which is another favorite uh, panel that I like to use out of context. And it's Darkwing saying, why is this all happening? And then it's a panel that has a shot of Negaduck as Negapaddywhack. And the little like Darkwing narrative over top says, why is Negaduck even in my life? (laughs) (laughs) And I I will say that's a mood. (laughs) That's a mood. And I have have, on occasion taken that entire panel and just like pasted it into places when I want to make fun of myself because yeah why is Negaduck even in my life even in my life (laughs) (laughs) and then uh Darkwing gets an idea and we know this because he gets a little light bulb in his thought bubble and is it it light bulb Darkwing is it another Darkwing it should have been but it's not it should have been shucks and then Darkwing takes off with Launchpad and Goslin, and he says, Morgana and Magicka, you have to buy us some time. Because they both have <laughs> magic. Yeah, and Not I guess... Because they're drained. And I guess uh, Darkwing says they're going to the prison, the Quackworks prison. So Morgana and Magicka are zapping the giant Negaduck, and Magicka says, I'm not doing this because I like you. I'm doing this because I hate him. And Morgana says, fine by me. Well, aren't there, like, a million Darkwings just standing around now? They're just suddenly not there. (laughs) There's, like, they're just, like, absent. To be fair, if, like, a giant Negaduck paddywhack appeared in the street, I probably would have 
run but for you it. are in a dark way <laughs> that's true mm. so yeah, then we get this stupid line that i hate and it's magica is uh zapping the negaduck Paddywhack, and she says it's a she says it's official you were the worst partner a girl could have which i don't understand because it kind of implies that like i don't know like there was more happening here but like also like just the general implication that because he's a guy and she's a girl and they teamed up they uh, like he purposely worded that to make it sound like i don't know you know what i mean yeah 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 also, I can't really imagine uh, Magica referring to herself as a girl. Yeah, it, it, it's not, I don't know. It seems very humble. She is a woman, okay? She, she is, is she's a woman. She's a strong, independent duck woman, and she don't need no man and no negaduck. She's every woman. See, this is how Magica got her groove back. <laughs> and then, uh, Negaduck, uh, as Paddywhack says, he's talking to himself. So it's like Paddywhack, but he's talking as if he's talking to Negaduck. And he says, I see how this one makes you feel, Negzy. Let's get those feelings out. And then he tries to s- squish Magica. Like he, his foot comes down and he crushes her and he splats her. And then Magica turns into a bee and flies away and says, buzz off. Okay. This city can fend for itself, and we never hear from her again. <laughs> Okie dokie. Sure would be nice to have a whole bunch of dark wings around right now. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I don't even understand what they meant by that, because like, they're like, I see how this one makes you feel. Let's get those feelings out. And then he tries to squish her. So like, were the feelings that he hates her, so he's trying to crush her to death? Or were they implying that like he secretly had feelings for her, and now he has to... Oh. like? He had a crush on her? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. We're almost done. I, I know You're I've good. said... You're good. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, I know I said that an hour ago, but we're almost done. Okay. So Darkwing has shown up to the prison to see Megavolt, and he wants the Tron Splitter that Megavolt built. And it's literally just chilling in this prison cell with Megavolt. And, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and then we see a shot of Darkwing leaving with it with Launchpad and Goslin. He says, when this is over, we really need to write a sternly worded memo about the security in this place. So at least he's kind of acknowledging it. But we also see mm-hmm. a shot of Quackerjack. Uh, in his bed and it's a doll of Quacker Jack that is clearly like put there to like disguise that like he's escaped hinting at something to come in a later thing okay (laughs) so now Morgana is trying to fend off Nega Paddywhack and she's about to get crushed to death and then finally and I know you'll be happy to hear this she turns around and all the Darkwings, the infinite Darkwings have appeared and they're all like fighting him. Finally. So I don't know where they were, but now they have all shown up just when she they was They're all just like standing back being like, she's got this. She's always got this, right? She's got... Oh, 
and then get all the credit we got it we got to get in there we got to get in there (laughs) yeah she's like oh dark and then she says make that darks and then you see like a bunch of them and there's a rorschach darkwing you know from like uh Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like that's a kind of weird dark implication but okay uh and then there's like uh i don't know a million there's a roger rabbit darkwing and then you see some of the other ones that i've mentioned and so they're all fighting they're all flying around the giant negaduck and there's an iron man one and i don't even know oh it's a two-headed one and okay so they're all like they're all saying like a bunch of different like i am the terror stuff and there's like a a Popeye one that says, "I am the can of spinach you cannot open." And then there's again, this is you know a, a remnant of its time. It's a Lady Gaga Darkwing, and she and she slash he, I I don't know. I am the romance that always ends bad. <laughs> also, uh, I feel like the Popeye Darkwing could have just said, "I am what I am." that's what I am. (laughs) That would require probably the writers to really have reference to what they're talking about. I don't think they know. Mm -hmm. There's also a Where's Waldo Darkwing. There we go. So we get to the the near end. Darkwing, Vanilla Darkwing, and Launchpad and Goslin are in the Thunderquack. And they've shown up and they have the Transplitter. And they hit Negaduck, Negapaddywhack Duck with the Tron splitter and he splits in half. So Paddywhack is separated from Negaduck, but then there's two Negaducks and Darkwing Duck Bowling Ball is standing off to the side and he goes, uh, okay. As they're all just staring at these two Negaducks. And one of them looks more deranged. Darkwing Bowling Ball (laughs) voicing exactly how I feel. So is he still giant or he's 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 small. small? He's, regu- oh, okay. he's, he's a regular-sized Negaduck, and there's two of them. Okay. And one of them has, like, red eyes and, like, really sharp, like, crazy fangs. And he says... That's I can- the nice one. <laughs> he says, I can't believe the city is still standing. I should have ripped it to shreds ten times over, for I am worse than Negaduck. I am Negativer Duck. And, mm. then, and then the other one says, I agree, this place should be flattened. But maybe not shredded ten times over. Maybe only seven, I think. For I am slightly less Negaduck. And then everyone's just kind of staring. And Launchpad says, the power of the Tron Splitter. And then Darkwing says, you know what they say. A a Negaduck divided cannot stand. And then all of a sudden, Negaduck gets zapped again with the Tron Splitter. And again. And again. And much like grade 10 biology where you're like learning about mitosis and meiosis he just continuously separates into thousands of infinite negaducts but this time they all shrink in size i guess every time he's shot with the tron splitter he becomes smaller all the little negaducts grow smaller and smaller and smaller and then he dissipates literally it just shows like uh a bunch of like thousands of negaducks and then all of a sudden it's like what's that term you know a leaf in the wind or we're all just dust in the wind what is it dust in the wind yeah um so okay so he basically got tron split 
like infinite times into oblivion yeah like and and turned into tiny particles and they they just fly away into the wind and there's a whole bunch of dark wings standing there and they all like mike (laughs) pv and willy wonka floating through the air yes and all the dark wings have question marks over their head which i think everybody at this point i mean same (laughs) yeah i also have several and one of them is an Avatar Darkwing, like, you know, the blue alien people from the movie Avatar. Mm-hmm. What do you call, oh, the Navis? Is that what they're called, Navis? I have never seen it, despite what James Cameron thinks I should see. Yes, and there's also a Charlie Chaplin Darkwing Duck. Uh, and so Darkwing's like, well, who's playing with the Tron Splitter? And they look over and Paddywhack has it. And he's just, like, laughing, and he's like, ha, 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 my greatest prank ever. Little particles of good and evil flying through the air. Uh, Whenever people are a little too mad or a little too peppy, look for them. And then he's about to shoot everybody else with the Tron Splitter. And then, so he's about to shoot everybody, and then Goslin hops up and she says, Don't forget what just one Darkwing Duck did to you. Think what you're in for now. And then all the infinite dark wings, and this is, you were talking about this earlier, where you, like, saw, uh, like, a panel that you remember from the comic, where all the infinite dark wings are, like, standing there, and they have hearts over their heads, and there's a Sailor Moon dark wing, mm-hmm. and they're going, Goslin, and, like, they see her, and, like, all these hearts stop, start popping up, and then Quiverwing Duck has the light bulb idea, and he tells Morgana to use the uh, source absorber that he stole from Magicka to amplify the power of love, I guess, that the Darkwings all have at the sight of Goslin. And they shoot Paddywhack with the energy with of... the Care Bear stare. <laughs> quite literally, just that. Like, they just zap him with the power of love. And he goes, no, fair. And he gets sucked back into his jack-in-the-box. <sighs> and then Darkwing says, and so Hazard is once again halted by the heroism of Darkwing Duck. And then in smaller font, he says, and friends, of course. Which, to be fair, he would probably do that. I feel like that was a perfect opportunity for him to say Darkwing Duck. But no. And then... uh all the Darkwings are hugging Goslin, and there's a, a Spock Darkwing with, like, the Spock ears, and I feel like any manner of ears on Darkwing is... Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh, is there, like, a line? She's, like, standing, and they're hugging her, and then they're getting back at the end of the line again. And <laughs> yes, I guess so. <laughs> so now all the Darkwings are packing back up into the train, and they're saying goodbye, and they're telling... They're saying thank you to Goslin, um, and they say, okay, uh, now that everything in this dimension has been made right, it's time we all made our way home. Homes, that is. And then he says, who knew Bowling Ball Darkwing was an expert at reverse engineering? I did. Of course you did. And then Quiverwing hugs Goslin, and he says, be good, Goslin, be brilliant. And then they all wave goodbye, and they all vanish into the subway, into their dimensions, I guess. And then... Um, Okay. And then we have 
Darkwing's like, and that's the end of that. And Launchpad's like, uh, I don't know about that. And then they turn around and conveniently there's a TV behind them for some reason. And it's like a news reporter saying that with the latest polls showing 98% of St. Canard citizens distrust Darkwing Duck, 2% do claim to trust him and say he's the guy who swims in the money, right? And then Darkwing faints and it says the end? Yeah, right. Dun, 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 dun. And that is the end of Crisis on Infinite Darkwings and the end uh, of my well, sanity. I had infinite crises during that retelling. <laughs> We've gone from uh, what was originally supposed to be the entire Boom series covered in like one or two episodes to just the arcs themselves having to be separated into several episodes because there's just a lot to talk about. And yeah, that is that is wrapping up the second arc Crisis on Infinite Darkwings. There are two more main arcs and then the crossover and then the annual issues. So there's still a bit to Boy. There's still a bit to cover, but I will say depending on which like some of the arcs move a bit faster because there's more action scenes so I could skip over them and like talk about it a bit faster. This one was really talky and it just had so much stuff like happening in like each scene that like in order for it to make sense I had to describe it otherwise mm -hmm. it's just I don't know like it wouldn't make sense like you'd be very confused if I didn't explain that to you step by step because there's just so much going on so this arc I think is gonna be longer compared to um the next arc. Oh, I think you know what Ange you don't even know what I've sacrificed, <laughs> what I lost to get through this. I'll never mention it again. So I say we're, we're, we're like, what? We're like two, two fifths of the way through the series. Give me your thoughts, Kitty. Give me, give me, lay it on me. What are your thoughts? Right, I'm just, I'm just gonna, just hold on one second. I'm just gonna. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. <laughs> Did you just scream into your pillow? Yeah, a little bit. Um, no, I mean, it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> it seems perfect. Uh, there's a lot of choices being made. I can't fault them for trying to do their own thing. They're definitely trying to do their own thing and make it their own um, in various levels of success. Like, I feel like if they had stuck with one story for this, it would have been better. And that Don't was... Forget the paddywhack thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was going to say my, my big thing, and I can't remember if I wrote this in my original review, but I think the paddywhack stuff was completely unnecessary. And I think... I don't even know why they put that in there. I don't know if it was because they just wanted to be like, we need to cram in as many, like, references from the show and, like, fan favorites as possible or something. But it just... I think they just needed to focus on Negaduck and Magicka and they could have better explored like the infinite Darkwings and what that meant for Darkwing himself and also like maybe like the Quiverwing and Dark Warrior Duck comparison like they could have explored all of that and then they could have just I don't know defeated Magicka and Negaduck 
the regular way that I mean and for like <laughs> as much as you know it was like oh Quiverwing you should go tell Darkwing to be careful because he's about to go lose his god like he didn't say anything to anybody except for Goslin he's like hey hey be awesome bye oh that's true he didn't even warn Darkwing about that huh mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some hero some hero yeah it's uh it, it was a little too jam-packed and uh, didn't need the Negaduck layering onions and... No, and you know, it's like, you have Magicka, who's a strong villain. You have Negaduck, who's a strong villain. And I don't feel like either of them really got their due. Like They basically just stood around and let the infinite Darkwings do all the work. And then they just had like a fight scene at the end and... Like, what was stopping Negaduck from dressing up as a Darkwing himself and having some fun in there? Uh, nothing. I think nothing I think this arc could have been shortened much more if they had gone to the trash planet where there's a trash compactor mm -hmm. and they just dumped all mm -hmm. the Darkwings into the trash compactor and then Negaduck could have, I don't know, just dressed up as a Darkwing and that probably would have had the same effect because St. Canard people are apparently the stupidest people on the planet he, he could have mm -hmm. just, like, made, like, cardboard cutouts of Darkwing, and that probably would have worked. Like, it, it was a lot of, uh, a lot of effort for them that they didn't need to do. And Magicka... Yeah, they just <laughs> built it, an interdimensional railroad to go pick up other Darkwings to drop them off in the one St. Canard that Negaduck wanted to destroy, and Magicka really wanted a dime. Like, Negaduck could have sent them to the trash compactor planet or dimension yep. and then he could have quite literally taken over every single or he probably if he can create a train that uh can send them across dimensions he probably could have linked dimensions so that he could rule over like one like multiverse dimension type thing and since he got rid of all the dark wings he'd literally have what he wants which is ruling the multiverse but I guess... And, the, and zero Darkwings, yeah, I mean... Yeah. But I guess their explanation is basically, like, he wanted to ruin Darkwing in the process and toy with him by ruining his reputation. But I feel like this is, like, the default reputation for Darkwing anyways. Everybody, like, hates him already most of the time. So... Or they don't know mm -hmm. who he is. So... And I don't think Negaduck would be okay with Darkwing being public enemy number one through five either. Yeah, no, absolutely not. The man had a conniption when he was number two. Exactly. So so there was a lot of, uh, I think there's potential here. Like, they had a lot of, like, cool stuff that they introduced. I really like Quiverwing Duck. I think he's a really neat version. And... I'm glad, like, we at least got, like, because he's probably the one that, like, of all the infinite Darkwings, he's the one that probably actually gets fan art and, like, fan fiction and stuff like that because he's more prominent and is more interesting. Well, he's the only one that you really get to know anything about. Yeah, and he's just, you know, and he's not really silly. He, he originates, too, because, like, the other ones are all parodies of, like, actual pre-existing, like, franchises. But he is literally a parody of, like, Darkwing Duck universe stuff like Quiverwing Quack so he's more unique and uh yeah I, I don't know I like him a lot other than that like yeah 
there was a lot that could be done here. I will tell you that when this got rewritten in the Definitively Dangerous edition, they did clean up some of the, like, they cleaned up a lot of the dialogue. And I can't remember if they changed the motivations for Negaduck and Magicka or if they altered them a bit. Um, we'll discuss the Definitively Dangerous edition at some point where we'll talk about, like, some of the differences. Does Darkwing still wonder why Negaduck is in his life? I actually can't remember if that's still... I hope it is. Because yeah. that actually... I hope so, too. Like, it, leave it. it. It's a stupid line. Like, it doesn't make sense, like, for the, the humor of the show. But I just like it because, yeah, why is Negaduck in our lives? <laughs> why is Negaduck in our lives? Why is Negaduck? <laughs> why is Negaduck? Tune in next time, guys, where we discuss oh, why is Negaduck. But yeah, uh, rating... Um, you know, out of on an in a scale of from one to infinity, I would have to say uh, bowling ball. And I'd have to say that even the negaduck factor didn't really, you know, bump up the score a whole lot. I I do like that I got a lot of negaduck pictures out of it because at this point in time, remember we hadn't gotten any new like uh, other than like recolored like stock images of like Darkwing Duck leaning over like baring his teeth you hadn't seen anything new for any of these characters so seeing like Negaduck again and Morgana and all that and like having like you know pictures of them again that like you could refer back to and just like enjoy the art uh I was happy for that and I thought Negaduck oh, these crumbs of serotonin yes and I thought Negaduck was drawn pretty well Magicka looked okay, but I feel like Magicka in general, uh, her character design, like, even in the cartoon, like, I did, I don't know. I could never take her seriously. She looks like she needs a nap. She does. She looks like me after summarizing this entire arc. <laughs> <laughs> so there we have um, it, everybody. There Th we have it. This is Crisis on Infinite Darkwings, and our next and hopefully much shorter issues that we will be covering is Foul Disposition is the next mm. arc. Mm. And let me tell you, friends, it doesn't get any better. It just goes downhill from here, in my opinion. Oh, good. <laughs> good, good, good. But until we go down that stinky, stinky path, uh, remember, friends, that crime doesn't sleep, and neither do we. Especially after all of this. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.